the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager with you. Halloween weekend. And I'm sure you will be careful not to engage in cultural appropriation. A made-up offense that doesn't exist. It actually does not exist. The whole thing is a lie. And it is done because there is so little racism in this country that the left always makes up things like white privilege and uh, cultural appropriation. The the list, and, oh, of course, microaggressions. Oh, I, how could I forget that? If you say that I don't see color, you're a racist, which proves that there's so little racism because that means you're not a racist. How could you be racist if you don't see color, right? If It's very hard to use an analogy of another group that has been hated. If you don't see whether a person is a Jew or a non-Jew, how could you be an anti-Semite? Okay? How's that for a good question from a guy who wrote a book on anti-Semitism in, in its third edition, I might add? Oh, that well, that no, that that's a, that's right. That's a, that's not a that's not a bad example. Peter wants bullpen removed from baseball. It's been used since the since 1900 or earlier than that. I I don't understand though what is wrong with bullpen. I I, I don't get it. I mean, I understand cockpit. No, pigskin is definitely worse than bullpen. You understand, folks, these people are empty. Everyone on the left is an empty soul. So what they do is they create things to give their emptiness fullness. That's all it is in a nutshell. From Paul Krugman and the whole crowd at the New York Times uh, to uh, PETA uh, to... uh, to BLM, it, it, it's it's all empty human beings needing meaning, and they make it up to the ADL. The ADL is a farce. It should go out of business. I say this as a Jew who has fought anti-Semitism his whole life. The ADL now makes more anti-Semitism than it fights. Okay, I'm prepared to be go on record for that. That is how disgusting the ADL has become. It's a left-wing organization that creates antipathy among decent Americans. Their, uh, their announcement about Halloween, not to engage in cultural appropriation and not to, and, and, and not to foster two genders. That's the business of the ADL, not to foster two genders. ADL is Anti-Defamation League. It's self-defaming, so it's, it's, its name is Cuckoo. Anyway, remember, everything the left touches, it ruins. There is no exception to that rule. Okay. 
Uh, here's one for you. Noam Chomsky said that those who remain unvaccinated should be segregated, saying that obtaining food after they had the decency to remove themselves from the community was their problem. After the left-wing linguist, this is from the Washington Examiner, was asked what separation of the unvaccinated would look like on a practical level, Chomsky said the unvaccinated should remove themselves from the community for the safety of others and make arrangements to get food without coming into contact with others. How can we get food to them, Chomsky told YouTube's Primo Radical Sunday? Well, that's actually their problem. Wow. There you go. Noam Chomsky, one of the sickest individuals in, uh, in my lifetime, morally sick. Said the United States was the, was the, what, was the most violent country in the world. And, of course, all, the whole left uh, says, of course, yes, exactly. Ask the people who, uh, whose lives we saved and countries we saved what they think of American quote-unquote violence. Noam Chomsky. My God. The new, the new group to hate, the unvaccinated. For the record, I know no one who died of COVID. I know that people have died of COVID. I don't dispute that for a second. I'm just telling you on a personal level, which matters to everybody. It isn't decisive, but it matters. I know no one who died of COVID. And I know one person who I am certain died of the vaccine. And I know another whom I am certain was seriously injured by the vaccine. Both dear, dear people in my life. This is not like I I heard it from somebody. You are much better off if you can have natural immunity, which is what I wanted and I have now. But if you still believe everything you read, it's uh, it's a crapshoot. AT&T, let's see what this article is about here. White people, you are the problem. AT&T's new racial re-education program promotes the idea that racism is a uniquely white trait. Oh, I, I, it's, it's true, but I learned this in, in college. I was told in college, in graduate school in the 70s at Columbia, that wasteland, which doesn't even have the decency to change its name from Columbia to indigenous. It doesn't celebrate Columbus Day, but it keeps the name of Columbus. The list of, of, of moral fraud at Columbia is, uh, is very long. Anyway, they taught me at Columbia uh, that a black cannot be racist. There you go. Because they don't divide the world between the decent and the indecent as I do, as Viktor Frankl did in his incredibly important work, Man's Search for Meaning. They divide the world between races and between classes. Race, gender, and class. That's the trinity of the left. 
AT&T Corporation has created a racial re-education program that promotes the idea that American racism is a uniquely white trait and boosts left-wing causes such as reparations, defund police, and trans activism. This is from Christopher Rufo, the great Christopher Rufo, I might add, at City Journal, along with the Claremont Review of Books, two most important journals. And there are many important ones, but I think they're at the top of the list. I have obtained a cache of internal documents about the company's initiative called Listen, Understand, Act, which is based on the core principles of critical race theory, including intersectionality, systemic racism, white privilege, and white fragility. CEO John Stanky launched the program last year and subsequently has told employees that private corporations such as AT&T have a, quote, obligation to engage on this issue of racial injustice and push for systemic reforms in police departments across the country. So is a, is a good example of products you shouldn't buy, AT&T. Now, of course, there are so many corporations that are hurting this country badly, like AT&T, that it's very hard to know where you can actually get a product of a company that isn't anti-American and isn't filled with lies. It's toughy. It's a toughie. According to a senior employee who agreed to speak on condition of anonymity, managers at AT&T are now assessed annually on diversity issues with mandatory participation in programs such as discussion groups, book clubs, mentorship programs, and race re-education exercises. See, you thought that this was confined to communist countries, re-education. Anywhere the left takes over, this is what, this is what happens. AT&T. It's, it's really, uh, it's, it's angering. So you have a choice. You could tune out or you could fight. That's your choice. I've chosen to fight. Country and liberty are worth it. We'll return 1-8 Prager 776. Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. While I'm telling you about how communism is uh, taking root at AT AT&T, 
And it's a perfect segue, what I told you about AT&T. Perfect. You'll save 50% off your first month in addition. And also you can get the latest iPhone or Android at a great price, which is what I did with them as a second phone. Dial pound 250, say Dennis Prager. That's it. That's all you need to do. Companies are becoming like like uh, Mao's China. There's no exaggeration here. This re-education camps. So I'm, I'm reading to you from this piece. Let's see here. White employees are tacitly expected to confess their complicity in white privilege and systemic racism or will they will be penalized in their performance reviews. Get that? That's what, what they have in China now. They have documents which document how good a citizen you are for the communist regime. We don't need that to be federal here. Companies will do it. As part of the overall initiative, employees are asked to sign a loyalty pledge Sign loyalty pledges. Well, wasn't the left anti that when it asked people to sign that they weren't communists in the 1950s? Whoa, this is fascism. To keep pushing for change with suggested intentions, such as reading more about systemic racism and challenging others' language that is hateful, If you don't do it, the senior employee says, you're considered a racist. AT&T did not respond when asked for a comment. Of course, it would stop if millions of people dropped AT&T, but I I don't live in in a make-believe world. People won't drop AT&T. Anyway, Verizon had something similar, if I'm not mistaken. Why, I I must say, pure talk looks better and better every day. On the first page of AT&T's Listen, Understand, Act internal portal, the company encourages employees to study a resource called White America. If you want to know who's responsible for racism, look in the mirror. The article claims that the United States is a, quote, racist society and lays out its thesis plainly, quote, white people, you are the problem. Regardless of how much you say you detest racism, you are the sole reason it has flourished for centuries. What does that even mean? What does that mean? What if you were a white person whose uh, whose ancestors, whose parents came to the United States from Estonia, (laughs) from Argentina, How exactly are you responsible for American racism? White people, you are the problem. Regardless of how much you say you detest racism, you are the sole reason it has flourished for centuries. The author, Darlene Glanton, writes that American racism is a uniquely white trait and that black people cannot be racist. There you go. That's a direct quote. A black person cannot be racist. Not an amazing thing? Has that ever existed 
By the way, can a half-black, half-white person be racist? Can they be half-racist? The level, the level of lying and absurdity is, is constantly pushed. These are new levels of absurdity. But, it, well, it's not new. I take it back. I told you I studied it at Columbia. Black person cannot be racist. So Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan, who everyone acknowledges is an anti-Semite, is anti-Semitism included in, in racism? <laughs> what, what, what is Farrakhan? Didn't he, doesn't he, aside from the Jews, doesn't he believe that the white person was created by the devil? That's you, Sean. Just for the record. Well, now I get the red. It's not the first time you've been told it. I, it makes perfect sense. White, a black person cannot be racist. Wow. They can't be a lot of things. According to the left, they can't be thieves. Because when a, when a black person... According to the left, when a black person shoplifts, it is a result of racism. So, there you go. What an amazing thing that your skin color determines that you cannot be certain things that are evil. Mind-blowing. White women, she claims, it's always a she nearly always. The disproportionate role of women in wrecking the society is never pointed out because then you're attacked for misogyny. If you attack men which who are worthy of attack for violence, you say men are more violent, no, nobody disputes it. If you say women are disproportionately represented in the wrecking of the society through gender studies and anti-racism, quote-unquote, then you're attacked for being a misogynist. Because, you see, feminism said women are equal, but they never meant it. You can, you can only criticize men. You cannot criticize women. As I have said all of my life, feminism has made women weaker, much weaker than they were prior to feminism. It's all backwards, my friends. It's all backwards. That's why I like to speak on college campuses. They've never heard anything you've just heard in the last half hour. Never. Never, ever, ever, ever. Isn't that amazing? We shall return. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. 
Mick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. We'll take some calls, although I I also want to read to you a little more about the despicable AT&T, the the communists who... uh, are now in charge at AT AT&T. They're indistinguishable from communists. They would put you in re-education camps if they could. American uh, big companies are truly despicable. They are ruining the society more than any other institutions other than colleges and high schools. So uh, it's, uh, it's a big problem, to say the least. I was just thinking, I reflect a lot, as you know, about life. So here's a reflection for you. I have grandchildren. I have two grandchildren. And hopefully I will have more because my second son is getting married in the spring. And he aches to be a dad, and I'm thrilled about that. I, uh, it, it, it's, it's a statement about a, a young man who wants to be a father. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. Anyway, I'm thinking... My grandchildren will be able to say their grandfather fought against the lies that permeated the society when he was vibrant and healthy and and, and a, a spokesman in the country. And I'm, I don't think about that a lot, but I'm thinking about it right now. What do you want your grandchildren to say about you? That you, you, you fell into the lies uh, uh, and you're okay with banning the unvaccinated from restaurants, as will happen in L.A., as has already happened in New York? That you, that you went with the herd? What did Grandpa do? Oh, Grandpa listened to the authorities. What a beautiful thing to think about. What did Grandpa do for freedom? Nothing. What did Grandpa do when the schools that uh, his grandchildren went to taught those kids that America is a systemically racist society? Nothing. For that matter, what did Dad do? So there will be a reckoning one day as to who the cowards were. Paul Krugman, who is about as sick as it gets at the New York Times, which is an achievement because there are a lot of sick people writing at the New York Times. Paul Krugman writes about how Republicans are cowards. Is that a riot? Republicans are the cowards. Everything he writes is the opposite of the truth. The man, his articles, if you substituted Democrats for Republicans, left for right, you would actually have a very accurate piece. He's the guy who said 
when Gabby Giffords, remember the congresswoman was shot? He wrote that day that it was Republicans who did it. Did he pay any price? You pay no price on the left. So don't tell me who the cowards are. There's no price paid for being on the left. There's a huge price paid for being on the right. $10,000 minimum to any charity Paul Krugman wants to debate me anywhere in the country and have his own moderator if he wants. But they would never debate. They don't debate. Same with Tom Friedman at the New York Times. It's the freewheeling debate on who injures this country, the left or the right. How's that? Is that a, is that a big enough topic? They don't debate. I don't blame them for not debating. They only know how to smear. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's a guy who works for... AT&T in Chicago. Hello, Joe. Hey, Dennis. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. I uh, I do work for AT&T. Uh, I used to say that with pride once. Um, but I'm going to tell you, this uh, diversity discussion has been going on for a while now. I work in the ranks. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm out in the field. I'm a technician. Um, I will tell you that what they talk about is not among our ranks. I work with black Hispanic, Asian, uh, any race across the border, and we look at each other, not with color, but as a fellow technician. And I think that's what the people up top fail to realize. So what I read, are you familiar with this? Yes. No. Well, no. I've been familiar with the diversity training. This is the first I saw of this report. This, it, it, wait, 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 wait. Stomach. I don't understand. You are familiar with the diversity training, or you're not? No, no. I, they have. We have had a sit down with, with the group to to bring it up, and they've put out documents, but nothing to the extent of this report. Oh, I see. So the the details are new to you. Yes, the details. Uh, I of got this it. Report. I got it. I hear you. Well, you should look into it and and then call me back. I'm I'm, I'm serious. Ask your colleagues if they have had the these sessions. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. A friend of mine told me that Howard Stern spent about 20 to 25 minutes attacking me. Did you hear about that, Sean? Isn't that cool? Isn't that something? This is a true example of a midget attacking a giant. (laughs) 
I never use that phrase with specific people, but the thought of Howard Stern, who has accomplished nothing except financial success, attacking me, who has touched so many lives for good things, is a perfect example of the the mediocre hating the decent. Just a good example. So I'm going to actually, I think I'm going to listen to it and then play it. Uh, he he, uh, he sent me uh, the uh, the thing. He called up, this guy called up one of the executives at the Howard Stern show and asked if he'd have me on. <laughs> uh, oh, I would love to go on. What, are you kidding? I would go on in a nanosecond, and I'd even be nice. But they, they never debate. Name a leftist who debates. They don't debate. Yes. You know what? It's, it's, it's really an interesting issue. Because I was talking to you about, you know, the perspective of what my grandchildren, and for that matter, children, think of me. And they will they will know dad or poppy loved life, enjoyed life, and did not walk around in fear. And that is a great model for my children and my grandchildren. You should all be blessed to have a man in your life, unlike Howard Stern, who walks around in fear, and have one who does not. I have not feared this the COVID issue, and I have no doubt that people die of it. I have not feared it from the first day. I let it completely normal life as you recall i announced regularly getting together with about a dozen to 15 of my close friends every friday night for example from the beginning for our shabbat dinner i had i conducted jewish services for the 14th or 15th year in a row except for the previous year and there were no mask mandates. We didn't ask you if you were inoculated. We didn't ask you when you last had sex. We didn't ask you anything. Just 400 people came to my services. I think they're still up, actually, at SalemNow.com. If you have uh, no knowledge or are deeply knowledgeable of Judaism, it's irrelevant. It would touch your life. It's at SalemNow.com. If, the, if it's still up. Very powerful stuff, the services. Yeah, so I, I don't walk around in fear. That's correct. Every leftist does. And a few conservatives, too. They bought the stuff. They bought the lies. They bought the fear. Oh, and they don't only fear COVID. They fear dying of heat from global warming. Paul Krugman, the liar-in-chief of the New York Times, wrote that right-wingers, Republicans say global warming is a hoax. I never read one right-winger who said global warming is a hoax. Paul Krugman lies with such ease that uh, you wonder if the man actually owns a conscience. I've never met a right-winger. I don't say none did, but I, I am in the right, and I never read someone who said global warming is a hoax. What we say is that the, 
the claim that it is an existential threat, that existence itself is threatened, that's not a hoax, that's just sick alarmism. You can't say that that's a hoax. It's a projection of idiocy. We say that all of the things that they are doing to wreck our economy, like the poor folks who have to pay so much more at the gas pump because Biden and the, and the Greens are ruining the economy of this country. We were, we were energy independent a year ago. And since the Democrats took over, we are now energy dependent with, with prices doubling on crude oil. That's what we're against. Don't say it's a hoax. The world is getting warmer. We don't think it's an existential threat. You who live on fear. God, it must be crappy to be a leftist. It's got to be crappy. That's why there isn't one happy leftist. Did you ever see Paul Krugman? Does he, does he strike you as a happy man? It's hard to imagine a more miserable human being. The Princeton economist who is a columnist for the New York Times. And he calls people cowards, whereas he, he, he hasn't uttered a word of dissent at Princeton in his life. And he calls Republicans cowards. It's, it's a service that I provide to you reading the New York Times. It is. It's a service. I should get the, some sort of medal for it. To, to immerse myself in such a world of mendacity. Minneapolis, Joseph, hello. Hi, Dennis. Hi. When you mentioned a second ago about the Howard Stern thing, I would love to hear that interview. Um, there was no interview. I, I, I would love to hear an interview with him, too. It was a monologue. No. Well, no, what, I, what I'm saying is, uh, Howard Stern said he will never vote for a Democrat ever again. And you and he having a conversation about that would be just riveting. I agree with you. Anyway, that's not what, that's not why I called. And you know that. Um, I, um, I'm thankful for the article that you read and I'm hoping that you will. It is already up at DennisPrager.com to anticipate your question because we got to take a break. The Dennis Prager Show. I'm Dennis Prager, and it is a joy to be with you. Well, look at this. Uh, Richard, North Hollywood, California. Hello. Hey, good morning, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, just uh, the reason I'm calling is is uh, being a, a restaurant bar owner in this in this city we live in in, in L.A. is, is beyond uh um frustrating and and now with this this vaccination card mandate i just want to give you an insight on an industry i know you've talked about a lot where we're it's dying and i mean we we with no restrictions it's we've probably been operating only at like 60 percent and now they're doing this vaccination card where supposedly there's going to be undercover task force going out looking for people that aren't you know, businesses that aren't enforcing this. First fine is a thousand dollars. Second time is a two thousand dollars, and any time after that is five thousand mm. dollars. 
Um, It's just, it's it's to the point now where you want to give up. We're not giving up, but it's like, you know, push yourself into the pool with weight tied you. Sooner or later, you're just going to get tired of it. The left hates Um, you, my friend. Please understand, the left hates small businesses. You're one of the only things that they don't control. They control the schools. They control AT&T and Verizon and Coca-Cola and and, uh, Disney. They control big corporations. They don't control you. They hate your guts. If you go out of business, it's a victory for the left. Here's the funny part. So if all the people my wife and I employed, I would say probably 95% of them are hardcore liberals. If they had any idea who what we stood for, I, I zip it. I don't say anything. They wouldn't change. They wouldn't change. These people are brainwashed. They wouldn't change. There is no fact you can tell a liberal that will have them vote Republican. Nothing. These people are brainwashed. Yeah. Sweet, brainwashed people. There is nothing, so, so, so nothing. You are losing your job because of the Democrats. They will still vote Democrat. Uh, so, so here's one for you. I bet that's going to happen. So starting next Thursday, there's going to be people going out that are so, you know, happy about this vaccination card thing. And we're not we're not going to do it. We haven't told our staff this. We're well, if you it. don't do it, I, I, I will come to your restaurant and have a rally, uh, just as I did uh, during the lockdown last year. What? It, by the way, the proof that this has nothing to do with health or science is that the people who are safest of all, the people with natural immunity, are not allowed into a restaurant. Okay? That proves it has nothing to do with health. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.